Thank you for tuning in to MD Femme. This is the second part of our conversation with Candace Denise, self-care coach and consultant for very ambitious women. And we are going to get right into it. This is part two of I'm Not Your Superwoman. Yes, doing it for the likes, doing it for the likes. My and and it's a very good question because I was like, how do you how do you discern that? You know, because you get approached by a whole lot of different organizations when you start to as, as you level up, different people come towards you, right? And you get approached, and you're like, how do you discern that? How do you say this this group? Yes, this looks like a genuine, you know, because I've like some of the medical associations, they talk about diversity inclusion. All of them are now saying diversity inclusion. I'm like, y'all throw this word around a lot. Right. I don't see it in the, I don't see it in the pudding though. The proof is not in the pudding. Right. So I'm confused why y'all call. Yeah. At the end of January, February is coming up, you know? So all those calls, all all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, black history month, black history month. Let's get, yeah, that's a good point. So look at so it's about looking at I think, you know, who is a part of it. So I like to kind of do my little, you know, slow dive. I like to say I'm looking to see who's a part of this and then let me go look at their stuff and let me see some things. And then if they've had it before, I try to find people who've been before who've made comments and like, well, how did you feel about it? What was your perspective, right? Like not mm-hmm. a review that's on the site. But just learning somebody where I'll say, hey, can you, you know, would you refer some people to me? And I want to have some conversation and see. But because I'm so in tune with myself, one of the things about self-care is that I know how to quiet myself. Like I have learned to listen to myself. So listening to myself as I learned to listen to my intuition. And nine times out of 10, if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not right for you. And there'll be something that will give you, this don't feel good. I don't, it could be the smallest, trust it. Trust your gut, trust your gut, trust your gut. I say this all the time. I'm like, if it does not feel good, don't do it. Don't do it. There's something. Don't do it. There's something there. So even if you were looking at it and something on the flyer just gave you a, mm, trust that. Trust that, right? That's probably for a reason. But if you're looking and you're reading things, if I'm looking at the invitations or I'm looking at things that people are giving me, the way the way that they're responding to me, the way that they're you know having a conversation, you know, um, even, even in this being transparent, when you reached out and I was just like, Hey, you know, I just want to make sure I'm looking at the times, right. I just wanted to get clarity and you were mm-hmm. willing to accommodate. And I was like, well, that says a lot about them, that they're how they're, that they are willing to be flexible. So they're my kind of people. Cause I'm like that too, but I'm like, no, I want to honor it. So I just wanted to make sure that I was clear, but I appreciate that. You know, some people will cut you off. They don't even want to have any conversation about it. No. So I pay attention to all of those things yeah. though. Because yeah. they they matter to me. Those are kind of what I like to call my non-negotiables. And that's a part of self-care is not understanding what your non-negotiables are. Things that you're not willing to negotiate. I'm that's not willing to negotiate. If it don't feel good to me, I'm not negotiating that. That dangerous. I had to, I, I had to come up with some deal breakers so that I could know my red flashing lights, so I could know this is what I need to step out of. Because I'm a locums physician, so I travel for work. And so now I've started to taper it down because I used to go anywhere and say, okay, cool. I don't really have any kind of parameters. Now, after hearing the N word in my presence, yeah, I'm like, okay, we're going to have some new parameters. We're doing big cities. 
<laughs> first, where they know what we look like, and they're not shocked by me being a doctor, okay? And you know, and I have the right type of accommodations. I'm not doing no, no. These are the non-negotiables now. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to Podunk America where they still think we're not free. That part. When I'm here to help you, I'm here to help. I'm here to help you. And I'm here educating you, quite frankly. That's what happened, you know. But, it, but it's helping you. Because if you don't have this knowledge. This is it. This is it. We, we perish because we don't have any knowledge, right? When we, when we lack knowledge, we perish. And so. Exactly. I to help you help you. Like, help me help you. By Thank you. you. But Thank you. you. Shun me and all of these things. And so it's like. The toxicity of male ego is so ridiculous. I'm just going to let that go. But toxicity of male ego, just it, it just, I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah, I need to... Black women and towards black women on top of that. It's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. Like watching, watching, watching our latest Supreme Court judge come in and yeah. being, yes, and being, you know, the inquisition, that's why I call it the inquisition that occurred. I thought this one was way more qualified than the last person that y'all pulled in, eh? Okay? She's I don't even know why why we have a conversation about this lady. Like, it should be just signed and delivered. Like, why are we having conversations? And the people who are questioning her, I'm like, do you have the authority to question this lady? Do you? Do right. you? <laughs> like you don't you don't you don't like this I'm, I'm sorry you don't and to, so so many of us go through that in our different our different you know caveats of where we're working and so forth we go through this all the time in our lives we have to answer to people who are not as qualified as us and we're expected to save them and then and then like I love that we can be able to give the head and everyone knows like when we're like this with that me. Like I love that unspoken. I don't even know what this is that we do. We all do it though. <laughs> like like sis, sis. sis. <laughs> we are right. We had, to, we had to speak without speaking for so long. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello. And that, you know, and even in that, like that strength, we were we were sharing strength with each other by not even speaking. Like in this moment, mm -hmm. we're sharing, right? So we want to talk about dropping the titles. I'm like, just being here is a strength, like period. That That's it. I, yeah. To have to yeah. be anything more, to have to do anything extra is like, why? No one, else is required to, no one else is required to show and prove, so to speak, right? Like show exactly. and prove. And I'm like, how? We, have we not shown you? We've literally done everything since the beginning of the time. I don't know what else we're supposed to show. They want, want us to handstand on the sun. Handstand on the sun. That, that, this, dance, this, that, dance. It's that, like literally just. It's minstrelsy at this point. If you if you want me to do anything more and I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. It's not for you. Um, that's what it is, is because we've now started, we started doing this. We started shutting off those titles. We started saying, no, thank you. We started saying four day week only I'm doing. We started saying, oh, I'm not, you can take that cape off me because I'm not here to save everybody. Save your, pick somebody else. I tell people, this is pick somebody else season. You have to pick somebody else. I'm not the one. Pick somebody else. Okay. <laughs> or you know what? Let it fail. Maybe it's going, is it? Another t-shirt. That I was just going to say, this, that's two t-shirts right there. Pick somebody else and then let it fail. 
Let it fail. You, are you, are we I'm not the one. I'm, I'm not, not the one. one. Do I know the answer? Absolutely. Do I want to do the, do I want to solve it? No. Can I, is, can I solve it is one thing. Do I want to is another thing. No, I do not want to. And that's okay. Pick yes. somebody, let somebody else fill in the gap because I am tired of creating monsters, right? Mm. I create these monsters of people who become codependent on me. Like you said, they come to you because they know you're going to get it done. It's going to get done with you. It's not going to get done with others. And so therefore, let me see what others can or cannot do. And, and guess what? It didn't get done. Yep, it, it, the ball dropped. We stand in the gap so often because we have the ability, but we fail to realize just because we have the ability doesn't mean we have to have the initial desire. Doesn't mean we have to have the desire to do it. I have the ability to have children, but I haven't had them right now. That doesn't mean I have to. Like we we stand in the gap thinking we have to. That's a that's a whole episode. You hear me? As a woman, no, no. As a woman who is still of childbearing age, do you know how many times I get asked that question? Why don't you have any? That is my choice. That is my choice. That is all my choice. Why do you do this to women? Black women? Do why do you do this? Why? As if and and look as if <laughs> I got three heads because I said. My choice, <gasps> clutch pearls and all. Yes, yes, yes. They're, they're so shocked. Like, oh my god, you don't. Oh my god, why not? You're you have such a good job, and you're. And- <laughs> I I understand that because they. I feel like society reduces black women to motherhood and taking care of taking care of people. That's what that's we've cool. always been reduced to. Because we were the wet nurses. We were the wet nurses for our oppressors. Yeah, that's it. That's what and we, so they, yeah, they saw us nurturing everybody. And so they could expect us to continue to nurture everybody. But no, it's a new season. It's, it's a new a day. day. <laughs> okay. And I, now, I nurture differently now. Now I nurture as a doctor. There we Before go. Before you all were just getting things out of me, right? Like now you're going to, now you're going to give me some pay with this. Now you're going to put some things to this, right? I'm going to get, I'm going to get some accolades with this too. Like, before I was just doing it because that's what I was made to do. Right. Now. And and I know that we focus in on us as black women, but also our black brothers. I just had like a conversation with one of my very good friends and I had to say to him, I said, know your worth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Know your worth. Because of course he's at the negotiation table and they're trying to underplay him. And he's like, I know that this is not. And I said, no, no, no. That's yeah. the play. Know yeah. your that's it and it's you know it's work and value too because worth I feel like is almost one of those things like for us value is what I bring to the table so Mm -hmm. I know like I know my like I'm worthy of being happy I'm worthy of joy I'm worthy of worthy of living a life full of peace goodness etc my value is what I offer you is this right here's my value proposition because that's what people say right when you see something on a tag it says the like we're giving you this for 395 at a value of 1,435 right they always right. Take extra value. so I'm saying to you I'm showing up in my work at a value of this right here that I'm telling you that is what we have to make sure we understand yeah and this and this works for your negotiation table and for your relationships 
for your relationships. I'm going to say it to my sisters again, for your relationships, stop making excuses for these black men. Stop making excuses, okay? If he is not bringing to the table what you require, no one to walk away. The overstay season, and even in your friendships, right? Yeah. Because, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Hello, somebody, can we, right? just, can we just do this? Thank you. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> even in your friendships, because we will be overdue for letting certain friendships go, right? And not because something's wrong with that person or something's wrong. The season's up. The season Thank for you. what we were as friends are up. And we stay. And it's like, know your, know your worth and value there. Thank you. Right? Like, you're not just a dumping ground as a friend. Don't let people just dump on you. All they do is just dump, 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 dump. They dump their stuff. They dump, 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 right? Like you, there should be a level of reciprocity here. Like there should be an exchange. I should be able to come to you, you know, pour out my things. You should be able to pour out yours. There's this exchange of energy and synergy. I show up for you. You show up for me. But if all I am is the phone call away every time you got something going on and I'm a dumpster, pick somebody else. I'm not... That's a whole word. I'm a, I'm a ten, I'm a ten gallon person. I can't have two point friends. Just saying. So many t-shirts. I'm just. <laughs> now, that, that's a book just, bag, t-shirt, and a tote bag. Okay. She's in a tote bag. I'll just say like that. I've, I've learned that over time. I'm like, I know who I am. I know how hard and the pain I go for people and who I am. And I realized that over time, like, you know, you're going to have people that just, just like succubus, like just energy succubus, but they're just, just draining the life out of you. Every time they call, there's a problem. Every time they talk to you, there's a problem. They never have the solution. Eh? They never have. No, not, not here anymore, honey. Sorry. And so that's where I'm standing again as the strong friend, right? I'm the strong friend now. That's where that title will be, not just the strong black woman, but now we become the strong black friend. And so we become that person. Everybody's like, I'm the one that all my friends come to and, you know, but you never get a chance. They don't know what's going on with you because you're always- They never to- ask. They, they never, never ask. ask. Right? They never, they just- they don't need to ask, do you have capacity? One of the things I learned to start doing in my friendships is before I go to them with stuff, I'm like, do you have the capacity? Do you have five minutes for me to share with you? Or like, are you in a headspace for me to share with you? I literally have started asking my friends that because the world that we're living in, everybody's navigating something in the exactly. back. Everybody. And so before I dish, do you even have the space do you have space to hold what I'm about to share? And if not, that's not, I can't also look at that like, oh, so she's not going to be my friend. She's not being my friend. No, she's being honest to say, I don't have the space. And if I'm it's really being transparent, friend, it's being transparent. It's being, it's being trans- truthful. But that's what we say. Like, we want people to be honest with us, right? We yeah. want them to People have to have safe spaces to be able to say that to us. We should be able to allow our friends to do that. And it's like, at some point, we've got to understand, we have to stop trying to be the strong Black friend. And we have to stop making people be that for us. It's not fair. It's literally not fair to put these weights on people. And then when you find out what they're going through, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were dealing with all that. Like you said, because you never took the time to ask. 
to right. even be invested in me as a friend and, mm. and what I have going on. Like, where am I? Just something right. that's, we have right. to, but we have to be mindful about, as I like to say, the ROI in our friendships. What's the return on the investment in this friendship? What's the return on the investment? Because I don't do but, I don't do work and I don't do it in personal anymore, in business or in personal. I'm like, so what's the ROI? What is, what does it make? What is okay? No, that's that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not gonna work for me. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. What's the ROI? Can I see the projections? Can I see the projections? Because that's not just for business settings. This is for my personal life. What's the what's the return on investment here? Right. If it doesn't serve me, if it doesn't have a return on the investment, yes, I am going to be exchanging my time, my energy, my intellectual property in some cases. Like there's a lot that's going to be happening. I know what I'm coming into my friendships and my relationships with. Why? Because I am in relationship with myself. First off, you can't be in any kind of relationship with anyone else until you're in a healthy relationship with yourself. I am in a healthy relationship with myself. So I know that I'm going to be showing up in a healthy space with you. So, the, right. so what I'm exchanging, yeah, I'm not about to give that to an energy vampire to just suck away from me. What's the return on the investment here? So Does it make sense for us both? Do you, do you feel that, Crystal? That's healing. That's healing in the room. That's I, I healing do. in the I do. I, can't, I, I, can't, I see I, people I, blocking their friends already. <laughs> I, I can see it. <laughs> You know, we go through our friendships as as, as tw in our twenties and our teenage years or whatever, and we feel like we're supposed to always be there for our friends. And oh, no, 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 no. You need your peace. You need your peace. We inherit <laughs> friends from elementary school and high school, and then we keep them around for the sake uh, of, uh, you know, for, for the sake and of, say just to say we've had them around for because we're valuing quant. Quality. If you're not if you're not growing with me, exactly. I'm sorry. And that's okay. And it's okay. Ways. It's okay. We literally do that. We we absolutely keep, like you said, people around just to hold space. And then sometimes we wonder why things are not growing in our lives. It's because we've got dead fruit hanging around us, right? Like, so you can't grow. Things can't expand. You have to prune. You have to prune. Candace, have you considered being a pastor? <laughs> it's a whole word in here. I can't. You know, you know somebody <laughs> said that, and I said, Lord, I think my work is best served out here in the street. I want to be like <laughs> I want to be like Jesus. I just want to be in the streets talking to the people, you know? Jesus went from town to town. He said what he had to say, and he kept it moving. That's how I kind of <laughs> Don't confine me. I don't need to know. <laughs> you don't want the constraints. You don't want, you don't want the constraints. I, I, think, I think that's so powerful, though, the understanding that not everybody's going to be with you through every season. And it's okay. Understanding that family yeah. may also need to be pruned. Now, Crystal, listen. take it off her headphones. She, she took off her. Uh, no, I'm serious. Like, not everybody who is um, blood is family, too. Understanding that also. There's relatives. I'm going to say this as in transparent. And you all are getting, like, the realest of realists. Okay, I told you, you know, unfortunately, my father passed Sunday. I literally mm -hmm. just hear from the planning of the services. 
and going talking about pruning in that planning meeting pruning was happening in a in the service meeting this evening because i said if we don't speak to that relative ever again i promise you nothing would make me at more peace because all of that energy that toxicity and so that's what I, that's what even in our families and we think we're supposed to hold on to people just because we share dna no way like in no way shape or form is anything said that you have to right like because oftentimes those are the ones that can hurt you in in the most are the ones closest to you listen, so listen in the caribbean we say your own prickle is pricking the hardest eh you're all prickle is pricking the hottest. Okay, remember that. Remember that. <laughs> family, family. Because like people feel like the need to hold on because oh, we share blood. I'm so sorry. No. And they try to guilt you. And that a lot of people hold on to the relationships and with family and not pruning because of a level of guilt. Right? I don't I don't want to feel like I'm the I'm being the bad family member or I'm treating people a certain way and you know I don't want people to be mad at me or think this that and the third and it's like they're going to be whatever they're going to be regardless you can do everything right and they're still going to have whatever feelings that they have so especially when you become successful there is that that guilt of wow am I leaving them behind (laughs) did I switch up is it me listen to me listen to me survivor's remorse is what we kind of put that all under right but but my my thing about that is this because what you know when once i became a doctor and making certain amount of money you know some people try to sprinkle that guilt on me eh okay and i go i i refuse that my success was given by god absolutely not absolutely not you will not make me feel guilty for this i work too hard for this you can watch it or you can walk away thank you so much hello you can watch it or you can walk away. I like it. Watch it or walk. Which one? I'm, I'm not going to apologize for how hard I worked. I'm not, not going to apologize po- for my gift. I'm not going to apologize for my gift. I didn't ask for this. This was what I was gifted to do. Thank you. So, and yeah. with it comes a great responsibility. Like like the burden that comes with it is a great responsibility. Do you want this burden? Come on and take this. Can you hold this load? Get out of no. here. Yeah. Because people want your heaven and not your hell. And they ignore the work that you put in somehow. Like they, they forget that you... The years of, the, the years of that you've had, the, the, the education, the, like the, all the things that you had to do to get here. Thank the you. Heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. God knows it's a certain person called. I went to school, started off to be a doctor and changed that immediately because I've realized right my shoulders don't have, my shoulders aren't enough for this this is this i'm not made my, for this. my anatomy's not built that way <laughs> you got to know yourself i you know what this i wasn't built for this this is a certain kind of person that's built for this and thank god for him i'm built for something else and instead of us looking at each other and being because your win is my is our win right because none of us were able to do this at any like we weren't able to do this we weren't able to have us as doctors so like that's a win for me i'm like thank you yes how do i support you 
Thank you. How do I support you, right? How do I show up for you? How do you support you? But it's unfortunate because that's why we have to be so mindful. That's why we have to be intuitive. We have to, if it doesn't feel good to you, when people, when you're around certain people, certain energies, if you can detect, like, you know, you know what? Not everybody is praying for you. Some people are praying on you, right? And so you have to understand. Listen, listen. I'm telling you, what kind of ministry is going on in here? They're not. And so I self-care, that self-care to me is being so mindful about my energy, like being intuitive with yourself to be like, this feels, I don't know. I don't feel the intentions here are genuine. Right. right? And I'm not looking for perfect. I'm looking for genuine. Because no one is perfect, right? Everyone's imperfect. So I'm not looking for you to come with a perfection. I am looking for you to come with a level of authenticity, a level of being genuine, you know? And so I am very selective about who's in my space, who I hang with, who I'm with. Even in, even in this, this time of my, my father's passing, I've only let one person come to my home since then. Because that's how... I am in such a sacred space right now where I am self-caring through grief because that's it, right? You got to self-care even through grief. And so I've got to be protective because people carry their stuff. They come Mm -hmm. and they come with the first intention. They come to check them, but then I can, they get to sitting and they get to dumping and they get to telling. And I'm like, I'm, I, I thought I was the one that was, so you know what? Let me create, let me create this, this boundary and that's okay. Right. And I learned that, like I said earlier, the difference between a request and a boundary, when we sometimes ask people, for instance, if we say, if, um, please don't speak to me that way, that's a request. When I say to you, if you continue to speak to me that way, I am no longer going to have this conversation with you. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to, there's an action that I've done. Because when I say to you, please don't speak to me that way, the power's still in your hand. I'm requesting you to do something that you may or may not right, do. Right, right. When I say, if you continue to speak to me that way, I am going to exit stage left. I will so now, leave work. I got a question for you because I, I love that you're bringing this up. I love that you're bringing this up. And this is a, a, definitely a two-part episode at this point. Okay. <laughs> but, but, I, but I have to say, I have to ask this question. So, what what is because you know i've i've been told when i create my boundary sounds very much like an ultimatum and i'm like mm-hmm. well it kind of is because i'm telling you keep keep on keeping on and i'm, I'm gonna be gone right right i'm gonna be gone right so and there's nothing wrong with that you have to protect your space correct like you oh, can't you can't be giving people like energy is a commodity. It is a commodity. Like you said, people bring their baggage, their weight, their stuff with them. Yeah, there's some folks who have a carry on and there's some folks who are lugging around a trunk. Say it again. Say it again. There, there are some folks with a carry on and there's some folks with a trunk. Or that paisley bag that all the Caribbean aunties have. I'm done. I'm done. And when they start unpacking and you see what's coming out of this baggage, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Bottomless. 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 And I don't mean mimosas. I mean this bag. Okay. It's bottomless. But you you said something just now when you're like, 
people feel like it's this command, right? Or so. Here's, I literally just taught this workshop on building badass boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I said, this, boundaries are not made to control others. They're mm. made to manage you. So the first thing I say to people when they start making it about them, I said, my boundary is not to control you because I can't. I can't control any other living body. I can only control me. So the boundaries that I'm creating are about managing how I interact with you. So listen, if we work within the boundary of what I need for me, then we should be good. A lot of times what people get frustrated about with your boundary is because you are no longer serving them in the capacity in which you did. So they're upset because now you've drawn the line in the sand and they don't get to benefit from you not having the boundary anymore. So they try to make it this, well, you are giving me this ultimatum and they're making it about them because now you are not benefiting them. The other thing, when people give me that pushback or feel like that, I, I, I always ask, well, what is it about the boundary is making you so upset? Like with no sarcasm, with no facetiousness, I literally am like, so can you, what is it, what is it about the boundary that makes you so upset? Mm. You talk about blink, blink, deer in headlights, don't know what to say because they don't know how to articulate it because what they really want to tell you is, well, I don't like that I can't basically either use you, take advantage or benefit from you not doing this anymore. They don't, they don't want to say that. So Mm -hmm. we don't know how to, so I'm asking. What is it about me saying no or me putting some management around me that's making you upset? And I feel like if somebody can't handle that question, they could go. The door. But it, te- but it right there, it tells you without even having, it, make, it helps you to understand the, the genuine, the authentic, right? It, it separates those people for you right there. Just that question. I'm not saying this because I believe in healthy communication. So I want to understand what is it about what I've just done that has that has caused you upsetness or caused you sadness, whatever the emotion that they're exuding at them. What is it about it? And if they can articulate that, then that says to me a lot of things right there that you are making this about you, hmm. that this is not about me. This is about you. If someone can say, well, I'm feeling upset because I feel like by you creating this boundary, maybe we're going to lose our friendship then I can have some conversation and we can talk through it so that you can, I can help you understand. Well, in actuality, we're not losing our friendship. What I am doing though, is trying to put some parameters around it because sometimes this is, this friendship can be taxing for me. Oh, yep. Yep. This friendship could be taxing. Thank you. The energy. So, so even in relationships too, I feel like we have to have these conversations because Everybody has their traumas from previous relationships. And at this age, since my 40s, you know, like you dating, you meet all kinds of train wrecks. Eh? Okay. And um, Crystal's happy. And you can be like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> you, uh, you met all kinds mean, of train wrecks. And when I say these things, they say you're creating ultimatums, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm not making ultimatums. I'm creating boundaries to make sure that you respect my space. I'm a busy woman. Okay. And you're going to understand, you're going to learn today. You can learn today. And we have to teach people ultimately <laughs> the blueprint to how to treat us. 
right? Thank you. You create yeah. the blueprint for how you want people to treat you. So I'm not asking you to do anything for me that I'm not willing to treat myself a certain way. And what we also have to remember those when we do create boundaries, we have to honor them ourselves because right. we expect others to honor boundaries that we don't honor of ourselves. So I have to say like, I have to make sure I can't ask someone not to talk to me a certain way when I talk to myself a certain way. Oh, I can't say don't talk to me that way if I'm not speaking to myself with kindness. If I don't, uh, you know, come at myself in a certain way. So it's like, I can't ask you to honor something that I don't honor. So at this stage in my life, I am trying to, I like to say, live happily, healthily ever after, right? I want healthy, happily ever after. I don't just want happy ever after. I want healthy happy ever ever after i want it in my friendship i want it in my relationships i want it in my career i want it in within myself like i'm trying to come at you like healthy is not just in what we eat it is who we are right i want to be kind to myself i want to be loved to myself but i also want whoever's in my space to be the same yes exactly exactly and i think we need to teach it to the next generation and to our you know all the you know our friends Everybody, you need to teach people how to treat you and you need to teach people how to speak kindly to themselves. That's the biggest self-care. Like, it's you. It's you. It's it, Everything ends and begins with you, right? It starts right. with you. The key to a sustainable life is a sustainable you. Mm-hmm. When you're sustainable, what you appreciate appreciates. Listen, listen, you've given so many words. I, we're going to have to have you back. We're going to have to have you back. I mean, this is a healing session. This was a healing session. I don't, <laughs> the whole room. I'm going to be prostrate for maybe 30 minutes after the episode finishes right here. So, and we're going to start a t-shirt company. Yes, <laughs> And we're starting a t-shirt company, okay? We just start tote bags and t-shirts, which totes and tees. Well, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. It was really great to have you on. It was such a blessing. This was such a great conversation. Thank you for having me. We at MDFEM thank you for tuning into our podcast and vlog. We are real, we are honest, and we are candid about the topics that affect all of us. We hope that our dialogue will dispel myths, change culture, and rewrite the narrative. Please visit us on Instagram and Facebook and our website, mdfem.com. If you have questions or a topic you would like us to address, please don't hesitate to reach out to us through our social media website and email. We listen, we care. MDFEM.